Welcome to the Book Business Boss Show, hosted by Julia Royston, helping you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. Well, hello, and welcome to the Book Business Boss Show. I'm Dr. Julia Royston of BK Royston Publishing, Royal Media and Publishing, and the coaching community, the Book Business Bosses, helping you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. So the Book Business Boss Show, for those who may be joining me for the first time, for those that may be listening for a while, welcome back. Welcome, if you're new. And thank you so much for uh, listening in. Um, The Book Business Boss Show is my heart, um, my experiences, my good, bad, and ugly of writing, publishing, and promoting. Um, I'm still learning every single solitary day. I believe when you... uh, stop learning, you stop growing. So I'm continuing to grow and um, uh, take it to the next level in all of my endeavors. And I've learned some great lessons. I have more to learn and more to do. Now, we've been talking for the past of several episodes. And by the way, if you missed some of the past ones, uh, go to the uh, bookbusinessbosspodcast.com to listen in uh, to the replays. Um, But I have been talking for the last few weeks um, about going live, live streaming. And, you know, the platforms, the reason why you should go live, even products and services that you should create. Now, I know some of you are like, I don't even have a book yet. What do you mean? Why am I going to create something else? I'm still trying to work on my book. That's fine. But you need always accompanying products and services or um, for a while until you can provide something for um, people to either download or get. or So go back and listen to uh, the replays when I talk about live streaming and the benefits and all that good stuff for you to be able to um, maximize live streaming. Video and audio is not going away. Artificial intelligence and the next level is the metaverse and all that. It's going to go to the next level. But start where you start. Video and audio is still key. So today I want to talk about what if you decide to uh, add a guest to have someone on your live stream. Now, I've been doing this for um, quite a bit, for quite a while. And so um, I do some streams where it's just me. And then I do some other live streams where I add a guest. I'll say, why add a guest? Well, first off, it uh, adds variety to your live streams. Somebody else can either reiterate or, you know, they can be controversial, but they can also reiterate what you've been talking about. They come from a different perspective, a different vantage point a different experience. They may be saying the same exact thing, but it comes from a different place. It comes from a different um, um, part of the country. Um, I've interviewed other publishers, which most people would say, that's crazy. You're a publisher. Why do you need to interview somebody else? Well, it it affirms what I say. Uh, it reiterates what I've already put out there. It confirms what I've already put out there in the uh, atmosphere. And also, they come from a different vantage point. Uh, I've been doing this 15 years. Other people come later in the game. 
They may um, have a different experience. You know, I'm I'm older. Some of the younger uh, women in age and experience, they come from a different vantage point. They come from a different mindset. And believe you me, when I interview a publisher, I'm always taking notes. I'm always learning something. I never come from a vantage point of, I've published for 15 years and you can't tell me nothing. That's a lie. <laughs> and that's not the truth. But having guests, you have to be comfortable in your own skin. You have to be uh, confident, especially if you're interviewing someone who does something similar to you. So you got to be mature. You got to be grown up. Um, it, this is not uh, 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 an immature situation where you're bringing a guest on who does the same thing that you do uh, and you're attacking them. That's not good. And that's not that's not what your audience wants to hear as well, because it shows who you really are. So why a guest? It should add. That's number one. It should add to the topic. It should add to what we're uh, actually talking about. It should be an addition and not a subtraction. You should be uh, wanting to learn from them as much as possible. You should be okay sharing them with your audience. You should be okay with them um, speaking their experience and what they know. So number one, a guest should add. Um, number two, what do they offer that you don't offer? Um, in addition to adding, what do they bring that you don't bring? Um, and, and besides experience, besides knowledge, uh, what benefits additional to your audience do they bring? Um, some things that they may know. So it could be a guest who does the same thing that you do or a guest that does something the total opposite of you. Um, I recently had a guest on that were talking about wealth building. And me, wealth building is about producing products and services, digital products, um, physical products, um, courses and things of that nature. But they talked about, one talked about investing in real estate. Uh, Coach Dana Spencer talked about investing in real estate. And then Coach Rita Oliver talked about money management, actually managing your money so that you get the best uh, benefit from your money and build wealth that way. Uh, investing, of course, your money as well, but also money management. How do you spend it? How do you save it? How do you invest it? How do you turn it over? How do you flip it? Well, those were totally three, totally different aspects. Some of the things they, um, you know, spoke about and complimented each other on, but more than not, we all three were coming from wealth building from a totally different perspective. So therefore, your guests should, could possibly do the same thing you're doing and um, come from a different perspective as you or come from a different avenue but the same of subject matter, and then you can have a guest who does the total opposite of you, but could benefit your uh, platform, could benefit your audience, could benefit what you're trying to accomplish with your audience, okay? So therefore, that that is two uh, basic reasons why you have a guest. I reiterate again, you need to be comfortable in your own skin. You need to be okay. So adding a guest to your live stream, I would do it after I've been doing live stream for a while. Um, not necessarily years, but after a few months, when you're comfortable with the platform, you're comfortable 
uh, on screen, on air, then think about adding someone. Now, the easiest one to add, of course, when going live is, of course, StreamYard because they come in the green room and all of that. But you can add guests and, and bring people into the hot seat or add people to live stream in Facebook and also in Instagram. I've seen that done in Instagram and Facebook. So those are, are ways that, three ways, um, three different platforms where you can have a guest. So I do want to encourage you, if you decide you do want a guest, that you know that you think about those using those platforms and then um, strategically plan, okay, why do I want this guest and what are they bringing to the table? Then next, make sure that you have um, a headshot, a good professional headshot from them. Make sure that you have their short bio or long bio. If they have a one sheet, um, which has the their picture on it, their contact information, their bio, any references and all that included and their contact information where you can find them and um, connect with them. Make sure you have that in front of you so that you can refer to it. You can get an idea. If they say they're from uh, New Orleans, you say, hi, the beignets down there. You know, if they say they're from the great Northwest, so what's the weather? Is it raining today? Is it always is? You know, those kinds of things to add humor or to add uh, a personal effect so that you know even more about the guests. Now, if they're family or someone in your area that you know, or whether they do the same thing you do or they do something differently, um, that still doesn't matter. But you always want to, another hint, create a very, very nice graphic, a great graphic um, of your guest and who was on so that you can promote it later um, or promote it before, either way. But I always promote later and before. Um, I always uh, am letting people know what's coming up. And then if they have things that they're doing, uh, new events, if they have live streams, if they have uh, webinars coming up or information they're uh, offering to your audience or to social media, period, or to the world, period, I always share. I always seek to promote guests that I have. So making sure that, first off, you're comfortable in the platform of where you're going live. And then number two, if you want to add a guest, why you need them? Why? Why? What do they bring to the table? What are they adding? And then what variety do they bring? And then also making sure that that you have the information so that you can um, be a an informed host and an informed uh, interviewer or having a nice conversation with somebody who uh, is a guest of yours or somebody who is going to be on your live stream. We'll be back with more. Writing a book can be a solitary and lonely space, but having a mentor, having a coach, and more importantly, having an accountability partner can make your life easier and much better and hopefully help with the writing process to go quicker and um, more efficient. 
feel free to visit vkroystonclasses.com for any upcoming classes, especially writing or um, promotion or coaching. That's vkroystonclasses.com. That's vkroystonclasses.com. And we're back. So we're talking about having guests on live streams. Um, why you need a guest, um, what that guest should be adding, kind of some notes and tips of, of what you should have so that you can um, be a not only a gracious host, but you can also uh, be an informed host, ask some pertinent questions. So just like we um, said with our live streams alone, you should have notes. You should have notes when you have a guest too as well. What are the three top things that you really want to ask this guest? So make a note, write it down, put it on the one sheet that they sent you, put it on a card a card uh, next to you, or uh, just create that so that you won't forget. And when you get off, you go, oh man, I meant to ask. You have it written down. You're prepared. You plan for it. Um, and then if something happens and um, you feel like, oh, you know, I didn't need that. Oh, I don't need to ask that because they already have answered that question for me. Then move on to the next one. She should have at least three questions that you really want to ask that person. Um, I always tell my guests to arrive early. Um, they need to arrive at least 10 to 15 minutes early. I I really resist if, if, if I've interviewed someone and they come 30 seconds before we go live, I'm usually resistant to you to interview them again if I don't have to, um, if it's not absolutely necessary because they're not conscious of my time and they're they're not being prepared on their end. Now, emergencies happen. Um, emergencies arise, something happened. I couldn't get there. Um, but like we talked about earlier, StreamYard announces when you're going to go live. So whether you have a guest or not, whether the guest shows up or not, you know the topic that you want to talk about more than the as much as the guest does. So make sure you have four or five notes back up just in case something happens. Because things do happen. And I'll be talking about that in uh, the next episode about what happens when things don't go quite so right with a live stream. So uh, I definitely want you to, to have that. But number one, make sure that they they log in 15, 20 minutes early. Sometimes 10 to 15 is good. Um, if their technology is working, because I've had people who go live a lot, who are online all the time, and something funky happens, they're in a a, a different place, their Wi-Fi is not on, They um, something happens and the audio doesn't start and or the video doesn't come on and they have to switch devices, move upstairs, move downstairs. I've had all kinds of things happen. And that's the reason why I'm going to do an episode on what happens with live stream when it goes awry or goes, uh, as they say, to the left. But so asking them to arrive early really helps curtail that. It doesn't necessarily prevent all of it because things are just subject to happen at any time. Uh, technology, we love it, but you know it has a mind of its own sometimes. So asking them to arrive uh, 15, 10 to 15 minutes early is really key. And you can put it in the email but I also get the guest um, cell phone number so I can text them. The room is open, 
the live stream is the room is open. Are you coming on in? Uh, it's it's open when you're ready. And I'm looking, I'm seeing, you know, um, I've I've had a a guest that came in and I could tell the video wasn't working. I could tell the audio wasn't on even before we started. So I knew they're trying to get it fixed. And they were 10 minutes early. So that was a, a, a good thing. So they could get it fixed. They could get it situated. They could get it arranged. Then also, in addition to um, telling them to log in early, you need to also tell them what you're actually going to talk about. And then tell them whether they can pitch or they can't. Meaning, tell the guests whether they can make an offer. What do you have coming up? Do you have a class coming up? Do you have a conference coming up? Do you have a new book coming out? You know, if you're if you're um, offering something on that level, let them, you know, ask them about it ahead of time. So you can find the website, you know, potentially find the cover, make sure that they have uh, a copy of the book so they can show to your audience. If you allow that on your, you have to decide that on your live stream, if you allow that. Now me, I'm comfortable with that. I don't have any problem with people sharing the book. I've written 72 and I would want people to do that to me and for me. And so I do that for others. So you you have to determine that and, and know that. But you have to decide that for yourself if you're okay with um, your guest pitching to your audience. That's fine. Um, it, it's fine on my end. Um, but other people do have a problem with it. And you need to determine that. You need to set up those guidelines. No, uh, I mean, I've had people on platforms say you can't pitch something. That's more than $100 on my on my uh, platform to my audience that I've built. Um, other people, it doesn't matter. To me, it really doesn't matter. If you're having a webinar, people are interested in it, especially if it's something that that I don't do. I don't, I don't really don't care at all. That's, that's one of the main reasons why. Remember I said earlier, you got to be grown up. You got to be an adult. You got to be ready for it. If you're going to have people who either do the same thing you do or don't do the same thing you do, you got to be okay with that and you got to be happy for them. But that's a a, a, sh a topic for another show. But um, allowing them to pitch is is a, a, a huge deal for um, guests on your platform and on your show or on your live stream, however you want to do that. And then um, have your questions ready. Make sure they're in a well-lit space. Um, tell them to be in a, a space where there's not a lot of noise in the background um, so you don't have issue with um, background noise and um, problems with, you know, conflict. You can't hear them. Um, also, if they can, uh, if they have headsets, that kind of minimizes the background noise. But I've had people log in from outside and I can hear all the cars going by. If it doesn't really matter, um, but if if I can hear all of that and it could be distracting and disturbing uh, with a live stream, I really tell people to be in a quiet place, you know, turn their phones off, even though I've had issues with that myself. Uh, or, you know, my husband may walk in, you know, I'm giving it and I'm like, I'm recording. I'm on a live stream. Hello. Hold on. Wait on. So, you know, notifying your family members, notifying others. You can put these notes in in a uh, in an email to your guest prior to okay we're gonna go live or on Tuesday um, this date this time are you in and then at least one or two weeks before 
send them the guidelines, you know, be sure and um, have your book uh, available in front of you. Be sure and know the links. This is what I'm going to ask. Um, your uh, contact information, your um, social media, website, be sure and be ready for that. Anything else I need to know? Do you have something coming up? Ask those questions. Ask those pertinent questions uh, for uh, your guests. So, you know, having a guest, I really like it because I'm I'm a conversation chick. Now I can talk. Um, and I really uh, enjoy having conversations with other people because some of the things they say sparks my imagination, uh, sparks some question in my head that others may uh, may ask. And also, last thing before we go, um, also be sure and um, ask the audience for comments or questions. Leave time for that um, and open it up for that. Give them space to type their question or their comment. Uh, if it's, and we'll talk about, you know, more problems with live streaming and people that are not appropriate um, in live streaming. But if it's something that's inappropriate, just ignore it and roll on. Um, you may uh, delete it, hide it, and all that later when you log back into the social media platform. But if it's an, a, a good question, offer it, put it up there, show it. Now, if you're on your phone, it's hard to scribe and navigate that piece. But if you're on something like StreamYard, you can see the question, the comments way ahead of before you show it. So that's one of the reasons why I do love StreamYard because I can see the comments, but I don't necessarily have to show them. Um, if it's something inappropriate or somebody's just trying to spam you or you know uh, jump on a live stream to be seen, they not necessarily be seen, not on my live stream, not to help push it and promote it because I have the ability to show it or not show it. And then once the live stream is over, if it's something really inappropriate, like somebody's trying to advertise on my live stream and I have a guest and it's not appropriate, it's not something they should be doing, inappropriate or appropriate, I'm going in and I'm deleting it because that's not that's not your space. This is this is my platform. I determine, I decide. So it's it's something to, to really think about, but it's something that I really, really enjoy. It also um, helps with sharing, that hopefully your guest is sharing you on their platform. That's the reason why I don't have an issue. I don't have a problem with people uh, who either do the same thing I do or who don't do the same thing I do because I have the opportunity to be seen on another platform that I wouldn't necessarily um, have access to. So it should be a win-win situation when you have guests. It should be an opportunity for you and your audience to experience another perspective of someone who has an expertise that's beneficial for helping you uh, live and do uh, your best in this life and in this world. It should be another resource. You don't know everything. I don't know everything. We're all learning. We're all uh, hopefully growing by what we learn. And that can happen when we learn from each other. We're better together. I know that that is a coin phrase during COVID, but that it is actually the truth. And that's one of the reasons why um, people and the enemy seeks to divide us because if we could ever come together, oh my Lord, we could do a multiplicity of things. So think about doing live streams, going live, and then think about what it would be like 
to have guests, one, two, or three guests on at the same time. Have a panel. Um, have a, a major discussion on a, a, a major topic. Mental illness, education, health and wellness, um, you know, just cancer research. I mean, just all kinds of topics that you can have uh, go live about. So think about the area, your expertise. Think about what you love, what you're conscious of, what you're passionate about, and then put some people together on a live stream and then share it with the world. That is another way to get your message to the masses. Turn your words into wealth. I'm Dr. Julia Royston. This has been the Book Business Boss Show, where I pray that I have given you some information, tools, and resources to help you be a book business boss. Have a great day. You have been listening to the Book Business Boss Show. For more information on how you can become a book business boss, visit www.bookbusinessbosses.com. That's bookbusinessbosses.com.